Welcome to the Pain-Free Ability Podcast. I'm Ben Patrick, a.k.a. Knees Over Toast Guy, joined to my left by the one and only Kadur Ziani. On the far, far side, the one and only Derek Williams, a.k.a. Mr. Infinity. And to the right of me, Fernando Lopez. I have three different questions for each of these guys. They have notepads because sometimes with a roundtable format like this, some of the best stuff will ensue afterwards. So I'm going to start with Kadur. Kadur is 49 years old, five foot 11, still dunking, and very literally has the mobility of a child, can do all these same positions as a child. So my first question for you is, in the basketball world, I was told no knees over toes, no full knee bend. So how did you start? Sometimes the hardest part is starting. How, how did you begin? I think my first, I mean, when I, I began because I was like frustrated, was like I have a lot of blemish on myself. For me, the body was a way to exist, the way to talk to myself, to understand myself, and to talk to the world. So I need to say, "Hey, look at me! I'm here." So, so mm. I was like beginning to starting like a stuntman, doing some crazy stuff. I mean, mm. "Hey, look at that! I'm a monkey! I'm a freak!" Blah blah blah. So I developed this culture of the language. I mean, the body language, and that made. So you were doing stunts before dunking. Exactly. Yeah. Oh wow. I was doing parkour, I was climbing trees. Oh, I wow. was like, mm. you know, because, you know, they, for me, I was like, that was my only way. I was like small, skinny, long teeth, you know, blamish. You know, I was like, wow, if I don't do nothing, I will never have a girl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I need to do something, you know? And I was like trying to impress people, you know, mm -hmm. and captivate the audience. And my only way was like the body, the body to talk, you know? Wow. So... In the parkour world, you probably were never told like no knees over toes and things like that. You just had no restrictions. No, I was like, you know, trying to imitate um, animals. Wow. The, mm. the nature and everything around me, birds. I was like dreaming to be a bird, dreaming <laughs> to be a monkey. I was like, I want to be like them. You know, they are a cat. I was looking at the cat. I was like, wow, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to be like him imitating, you know? Well, your results are so far above traditional methods i think you're onto some serious truth there so we'll circle back my first question for derek is when i met you and we were doing atg you were already a certified pilates instructor so you clearly were already onto this idea of mobility and since we've trained bryce harper was into pilates and yeah. i've trained fred warner is in does pilates and so i'm curious your background with mobility and what did Pilates have to do with that? And how does this relate to ATG? Yeah, it's funny. It seemed like um, it kind of went full circle for me because um, I, I, you remember me telling you about I, I had a major hip problem when I was in college. Oh, yeah. And then fortunately. Uh, well, and describe that. So when I was in college, I, um, my junior season, season, I, I, my hips were just kind of out of alignment because I had a strength conditioning coach my first two years just had us lifting such heavy, heavy weight without going full range of motion, you know? And, and at mm -hmm. first you get to jump in a lot higher, you get more explosive. So you want to keep doing it like, man. But after a while I had started having knee problems. My hips started getting out of alignment, like my ankles. And it was just like, I used to sprain my ankle a lot. And so uh, I didn't know my hips started hurting, but I got a, a MRI or X-ray and they and I showed me my hips were just pretty much like out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And so I had so much pain in order to get through my junior season season, I used to have to take, take uh, steroid shots, you know? Wow. Um, That's luckily, crazy. I, and I still a... started every game, you know, I still played, you know what I mean? I was still probably 60% of myself, 50%, 60% of myself. Wow. But, uh, and I didn't know you a kid, you don't know. I don't, I don't know how to train properly. I'm listening to these professionals, you know? Yep. And so as listening to these professionals, I just think, it's just what happens to a body, you know? Cause that's what I see. I have seen my friends have knee surgeries in college. I see, all these athletes every day, it's another knee surge, it's another hip, it's another ankle. So I'm just like, that's just, that's what comes with sports. Yep. And so when I went to play basketball overseas, I went to Norway. And um, fortunately, I was able to do that. And uh, I ran into a girl that started doing Pilates. Oh, wow. And, and I started getting more flexible and more mobile and my hip pain started going away. I didn't need these shots anymore. I didn't need uh, all wow. these treatments. And I was like, man, so there's, some, there's something to all this strength plus length. You know what I mean? We used mm -hmm. to call it like, uh, I don't know how we used to call it. You come through your core and you get flexible and you, you want to lengthen out your muscles, they used to say, you know? And so 
as I lengthened out my muscles, I, I used to have less pain. And so when I got back to Indianapolis, where I was from, I just got like, I really got into it, got certified, I started training professional athletes, opened up a studio and just really kind of got into it. Wow. Um, but yeah, so, so I had a lot of experience with that and, and I stopped, you know, I stopped doing it because you know what I mean, how life gets you. Mm -hmm. And then I started experiencing pains again. <laughs> I started lifting the traditional, mm -hmm. regular, going to the gym, bicep curls, bench press, which nothing wrong with that, but just basic lifting. Mm -hmm. And then, and I came into you at ATG and you was like, man, I got you, D, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, D, I can get them knees right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I mean, I remember me being, bringing my sons in there. And you was like, I was like, man, I hope, you know, cause I couldn't touch the rim at this point. You know, my, my knees, you remember from now? You remember there? Yeah, yeah, you and a dime. Yeah. And I was like, man, and so, uh, I remember the first day you had me doing these split squats. So I was like, man, I never seen it before. Oh wow. You know, ever. And so, uh, and so, but I started thinking, man, this has a lot, a lot of similarities um, to the Pilates I was doing, you yeah. know? Um, and so it's, it's cool. not, yeah. So, so that's kind of like my story with Pilates and how it kind of like assimilated to the ATG. Yep. It kind of like crossed over, but it, yeah, no, I appreciate it. It totally question. makes sense. You went through these traditional ed you know, extremely educated methods. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kadura's training according to Mother Nature, becoming exactly. the world's greatest jumper ever. Yeah. Um, and I'm learning that though. I'm learning that. And as I'm listening to Kadura, I'm seeing these images of like all these monkeys and orangutans and these and these uh, animals in nature that are just naturally like long and flexible and jump to this. And I'm seeing Kadura training here and, and mm -hmm. see them just get flexible and mobile. And I'm like that. There's something to it, you know? And There's definitely something and, to yeah, it. Yeah. And I, I didn't properly, I had my note here. I forgot to introduce Derek, but <laughs> Derek's 44 and he's the example I want to be as a dad. And uh, just don't throw any of the highlight clips of Derek kicking my ass on the basketball <laughs> court because that, that really hurt through. I saw that in the YouTube video. <laughs> nah. But, it's, but it's, so when I saw that with Derek, like, oh my gosh, he's in his 40s, not just playing with his kids, like, but he's still a high level physical specimen able to run, jump, be active with his kids. I didn't know that was possible to be a dad and be like that. So yeah, Derek has you. always been the example that I try to follow in terms of longevity. And, and we'll circle back with some of the further questions I have for him. Now I went in this flow because Fernando here is sitting with probably 30 pounds more muscle mass than any of us at the table. Yeah. And when ATG athletic truth group was started, it was Fernando and I training people out of a classroom. We got free rent in exchange <laughs> for training the basketball team at the school. <laughs> and while I was trying to fix my knees and jump higher, Fernando was trying to pursue for football purposes. How do you gain muscle, but in a way that you run even faster, get even more resilient. And so in 10 plus years of trying, what do you see the relationship between muscle mass and mobility? The hmm. truth is, is that when you train properly, the more muscle mass that you, you achieve through a full range of motion, the more flexibility you can have. So do you consider properly meaning that the foundation of your strength training is done through a full range of motion? Correct. And to, to connect to what, you know, mother nature, right? Yep. I think what he has is very genius actually, because the cat, the monkey doesn't have, doesn't go to the gym and train properly <laughs> it doesn't mess up mother nature no. now with that said they're genetically gifted <laughs> how do we improve our genetics how did i gain 30 right. pounds and increase my flexibility to be more like a cat it's through proper full range of motion training so with proper training you can still keep mother nature's balance but also increase muscle mass increase your get closer to that potential okay that, that fully makes sense. And what are some examples that you think are like non-negotiables for yourself in terms of you go into the weight room, you're lifting weights, but like, what are some full range of motion exercises I mean, for you? Instantly it's split squat. Yeah. It, it's just, and I have a, you know, this story from those classroom days, I did nothing for about a month. I think it was four or five weeks. I did nothing but split squats. Oh, wow. It's so true. And Romanian deadlifts. Yeah. <laughs> Every other day, so four, I was like four times a week, I just crushed those five to 10 sets, just different reps throughout the week, whatever. And I improved my 40 time. So a 40 mm. yard dash, for those who don't know, it's, it's, it's the standard American football test. Yep. I was, let's just call it, I was slow, okay? Which is running low 5'2", like about 5'2", 40 yard dash. And 
he wasn't in the realm of like being able to pursue football. Correct. And that was my biggest stop. I was a very talented, like I, I, I was skilled. I was a good football player. I was not athletic enough. And in four to six weeks, I improved that to a four low. I think it was a high four, six, low four, seven in, in that's just impossible. And, and it kept going down. I believe at a CFL tryout, you ran in the four fours. I was there at a CFL tryout. Four fours. So that's not supposed to happen when you're like approaching 30 years old and you've Correct. been slow your entire life. And I grew up with Fernando and he was slow. Yeah. I was slow too. My fellow slow boy. Like, <laughs> and I couldn't He was slow and pudgy. I was slow what, and skinny. What was your mindset? Dude, what, what, what was your mindset? He was like, all right, I'm just going to do split squats at RDL. Was there like a And let's clarify, clarify what type of split squat you're talking. Because if you've walked into a gym, Right. 99 mm. plus out of 100 times you've seen a split squat. It split wasn't squat. with a full range of motion. Yeah. So I actually started, so from Charles Poliquin, okay? So Ben and I both, you know, he mentored us, in the, at the, particularly at this time of our, of our careers. And um, I actually started with a front foot elevated, okay? I had about I had 245 rubber plates. So it's probably like six inches elevated. And here's the thing is another thing I want to touch on is a lot of people, well, okay, I want... I want to increase my flexibility, but I also need to train. I also need to get stronger. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can do both. And I am a good example of that. I didn't want to sit there and start doing body weight and stretch for a month. I needed to also get stronger. So what I did is I still loaded the bar. I was doing 185, 225 on my mm -hmm. back. But every week I was dropping that elevation because I was oh, yeah. getting more and more flexible. So not only yep. was I getting stronger, I was also increasing my range of motion, which is why when I went on that track a month later, my stride is improved, mm -hmm. my power, right? So, you know, that strength through length is what gives you power. And so that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But you were driving that knee away over that. So way so over that's the, and the back hip flexors stretching. So you're, you're directly with what he described. He described squats and deadlifts, but a full range of motion split squat and a full stretch in the hamstring style of deadlift. So you're directly opening up your stride while mm. trying to get stronger. And so mm. for Fernando and his goals with football and muscle mass, that became a cheat code for him yep. with Kadur's goals of mobility. So Kadur, I'm sure, does the most mobility out of us. And then Derek and I are probably more in the middle of Kadur and Fernando pursuing the mobility. But also in a contact sport, we do want to be pretty explosive and strong. And so I think there's answers for everyone. And to keep going further with those answers, I think... Kadur trying to explain to us how the heck he accomplished this will illuminate some more answers. Yeah. But what made you think you could kick a 10-foot basketball <laughs> rim with your foot at 5 foot 11? Crazy. You got to break this down for us. Because, you know, the, anything is possible. The, 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 rim, <laughs> the, 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 the rim for me was like a, my great goals. You know, I want to touch my great goals. I want to kick my great goals, you know. And the rim is the dream kick the mm. dream mm. A, a small step for man a big for the youth kind you know <laughs> everything is possible anything is possible so i was like dreaming about touching the ring with my hand and then with my head and i was wow. like let's go with my foot i'm going wow. like, i'm strong the first how old were you 14 i was like when you did the foot for the first mm, time 30 30 wow so you got to break down your your training though because to do that you have to be among the world's highest jumpers but you also have to have incredible flexibility. So I, I believe he's the shortest person who's ever kicked the rim. So you're talking the greatest combination of explosion plus flexibility at the same time. So how did you do that? The connection, because you know, when you are like in a, a muscle equilibrium, I mean, you have to connect the muscle and disconnect the muscle. I mean, the capacity to, to contract, to activate the muscle, the body, and to relax in the air and then to play in the air. So you mm. need for that, mm. you need to have a strong connection. And the connection is what? Connective tissue. I mean, all mm. my tendon, nerves, ligament, that's the key. So first I need to have like world-class tissue connection, you know, and then I'm going to have like crazy signal to send message or activate, disactivate, you know, you know, open, close. I mean, so for that, I was using like those posture like I call it like social tissue adaptation it means by repetition, since I'm nine, I'm doing those postures, you know, because as a Muslim, we pray like this. We have like this social way to live five times a day. We are like, like a cat, you know, we are not wasting time. We are like, just like when it's time to, to, to have like, I mean, the culture of the good movement. And also, you know, 
it's not about mobility is about to learn to understand the movement i'm a, in a holistic way i'm thinking global i'm not thinking like you know everything is related is attached i mean so i'm i'm more about the kinetic chain from the big toe to the hip one two three ankle knee hip so I call it also, you know, all those belly muscle, the muscle of the soul. When you when you do like split squat, the range motion, the first posture is the body awakening the cat. Mm -hmm. The relation between the knee and the chest, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like this, you know, because I, I, it's like fatal, fatal. I need to to return to the primitive, to to to, in, to the initial, to the to the modern nature. We born like this. We are like this in the more in 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 the mom. So the capacity to to close gonna allow you the capacity to open. That's going to give you the strength motion, the strength power, and also the understanding, the connection, the feeling, the culture of listening, the culture of hearing, also the culture of the floor, the culture of first the foot, because they are the like roots, tensegrity. You play piano with only not only the big toes, play piano with all your fingers, and that's the connection, you know? Let's Everything start there. So the big toe would be the lowest point in the body. And so this was a big eye-opener for me because ATG Athletic Truth Group, it, it may sound cheesy, but I'm trying to look over the world and rather than create another sport of, mm -hmm. so you have Olympic weightlifting, CrossFit, powerlifting, gymnastics, um, bodybuilding, strongman. We actually use tools from all of these things, mm -hmm. including, I'm sure we use some very similar things to Pilates and even yoga. And mm -hmm. so uh, the first thing I noticed in terms of difference between Kadur and I that I'm now working on and it's just a part of what we do with ATG is we start with the big toe. So the big toe, do you think you would have been able to get up and do the kick to the rim if you skipped that step? No, no. Mm. I'm new, age 49, I'm only jumping with my fascia. He dunked barefoot. I dunked barefoot. The, all these episodes, um, Drew is doing a wonderful job editing on YouTube, and uh, he was there, and, and Kadur not only dunked at 49, he then dunked again then barefoot <laughs> took his shoes off and dunked ran up to the rim and dunked barefoot so it sounds to me like when you're talking about the body being connected if you're trying to maximize that potential of the athleticism but if you're starting with a weak or stiff big toe you're you're not going to reach your true potential no because we need to start with the beginning the beginning is the plantar fascia the fascia when you develop the fascia, you're going to develop this capacity to absorb and to, I mean, to land and to push. I mean, you know, you have like, you know, that in the, the muscle equilibrium, the capacity to push and the capacity to absorb is different. I, we have like so many, so many energy to meant to, to resist to a, a, a force than capacity to less capacity to push. Yeah. For me, I'm like only about landing capacity to land and capacity to push. So when we develop this tensegrity of the plantar fascia and everything is connected, the tibialis, the knee and the hip, it means that the kinetic chain. So from the big toe, so you develop this system like with tensegrity, you're gonna develop the ankle, you're gonna develop the knee, you're gonna develop the hip. So, and then you're gonna learn the movement because everything is gonna be connected. And me, I'm like, mobility to understand the movement, to play with the movement and to have the right way to use the movement. That's the key. And that also makes you the longevity because as soon as you are, or by the time you're going to understand more, you're going to connect more, you're going to have that build up, or build up an internal language with your body. So yeah. You're going to feel, and we've lost it. We are not listening to the body. And to connect that to like, more even traditional now methods or whatever you want to call it it's totally true it's he's talking about eccentric strength that's what we would call it in the more traditional mm -hmm. method nowadays is you, you develop the without an eccentric strength without the ability to absorb and break you cannot explode it's the same you said it earlier the ability mm -hmm. to close the ability to flex exactly if i'm going to throw a ball i need to have the brakes right the stronger I get my breaks, the stronger I'll be able to throw. And people don't realize that they think, oh, just bench press or just work on the power, work on the engine, work on the engine. But well, what about the breaks? And the, they exactly. don't realize that the body has a sort of, it has a self-defense mechanism where it will hold back your strength and power output to defend itself from injury. Okay. And, so. this, is, and this is for you, for you, because you are about, you understand by doing split squat is about first, mm -hmm. what you have to do is mobility. I mean, the mechanism and then muscle that's at, at the end activate 
exercise it at the end. But first, when you have the, the range motion, the tissue, we, it's about to have like world-class tissue, mm. world-class connection. And then use this to build up some muscles and, right. uh, and relate it to them, you know? And we'll transition this to my next question for Derek. These are amazing ideas that are coming about. Yeah. And I can break down because I have to understand the science behind this stuff. And mm -hmm. to, to break this down, we all know what muscles are. But if we go a little bit deeper than muscles, we have what's called tendons. So the tendon is holding your muscle to the bone. Now, did you know that tendon tissue is actually stronger than muscle tissue? Yeah. Mm. Now, as we go even deeper, like what holds one bone to another bone? So in the knee, we have, for example, ligament. ligament. So we always are seeing, oh gosh, this athlete or that athlete is out with the ligament. And nothing is truly preventable, say, in a sport like football, but could it decrease a lot? We know factually that it could because that ligament is actually even stronger than tendon. Mm -hmm. But if you're only pumping a muscle through ranges of motion where you're avoiding pressure on these areas, your muscle growth is going to exceed tendon and ligament. Correct. Your tendon and ligament has the same anabolic, meaning growth properties as muscle. So that's why knee ability and knees over toe, it wasn't just, oh, you build the muscles around mm -hmm. the knee. Well, that's true to some degree. It's also true that you can build internally. Mm -hmm. So this is what Kadur is talking about. He's talking about these key eight. I've come to the same conclusions with ATG that he came to is you're building from the inside out. Mm. So you're unbreakable and you're building from the ground up because right. this exactly. is how gravity happens to be exerting on this. <laughs> so, so my question for Derek, Derek managed just to juggle performance so he can go out, compete on the basketball court. People will genuinely ask sometimes, Oh, is he like a college player back home <laughs> at 44? But that's also because his, his body, his aesthetic, his muscle definition. So it's not just the performance. He also has the aesthetic and the muscle definition. So he's juggling all these factors. So I'm curious for Derek. My next question is, what are your essentials? What do you know? Like, I can't not do this the rest of my life. What are your exercise essentials? Mm, that's a great question, man. I, um, uh... I kind of, I'm kind of principle focused right now after being with you and, and obviously listening to Kador uh, now and kind of being around this environment, I'm kind of more like principle. So I just try to focus on consistency is my, my main thing, you know, just being consistent, you know, I think, um, like you said, if you stop using something, you're going to lose it, you know, and that, and that goes to um, the full range of motion. You stop going full range of motion, your body's going to say, hey, uh, you don't need us down here no more. <laughs> yeah. uh, my ligaments and tendons are going to atrophy. And I you can know? help you guide this one because yeah. I know but Der sled, Derek, sure exactly. you know, Derek I, and I, I have just trained say, yeah. so much and yeah. I wanted to actually properly introduce this for him because yeah. sled used to be something we thought about as kind of a once a week method of power development. Yeah. And then Derek started doing it every day. And we did have some protocols where we would go backward every day for the knee, but we never thought about this as something that you could just use as part of life. And so Derek and I, there's no doubt we've done the most videos <laughs> in history popularizing using the sled as a low impact form of training your knees over toes and always going as much backward as yeah. forward. Yeah. And this gets you, your hormones are going. So, so start there, start no, with no, the I'm sled. I'm glad you got it. What is the benefit of the sled? Thing. You've probably, Derek's probably done more. He's probably covered more ground with the sled in the last 10 years than anyone on earth. And I believe I'm number two, but I believe Derek <laughs> is number one. So break the sled down for us. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you got me because actually that is probably the, the, the thing that I will do for the rest of my life, probably daily, you know, wow. um, I just feel, I mean, I feel obviously I'm 44, I'm 45 this year and I feel good. And once you start to figure out something works for you, I'm not going to stop doing it. You know, and so uh, I remember you introduced me to the sled and I just felt like I didn't, it was a different, uh, it was a different input for my body. And once I started getting those inputs and my hormones levels changed, my body, my definition changed in my body, the aesthetics changed, my mindset even changed. So it was, a, uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a different, it's a different animal. But like you said, you want to build from the ground up. It's a, it's a cardio workout. It's good for your hormones. It's, it's something that uh, you can, anybody can do. I, and, and it's actually for therapy, it helps me for therapy, helps me for strength building, helps me for my cardiovascular. Yep. Um, so it, it's a definitely an exercise that I'll probably do 
daily for the rest of my life, you know, there's, there's in some capacity, because you can do push, you can do heavy, you can do backwards. Um, you can we get always low. go as much backward as forward. So yeah. you're getting, it's rare that you have something where, oh, I'm going to go get some cardio in. That also makes me jump higher. Usually those are inverse mm -hmm. things. Usually the longer you, you run, the lower the vertical jump. Yeah. Think of a marathoner versus a, a sprinter. So it's crazy. You can go get something that you have those qualities, but it's rehab at the same time. It's, it's yeah. everything. You're getting your cardio, your strength, your rehab, you're building from the ground up all that toe work. My foot problems actually went away just off the sled. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. I, I wanted to also say, like, I like the therapy side of things, the mental thing. There, there is something incredibly powerful about <clears throat> going through that burn. Going, it, it's not an easy thing. Now, anybody can do it. You could be 90 and start pushing a light sled, right? But Literally. But there is a 100% marked, like, improvement and, and this mental uh, training and yeah. toughness, quote unquote, that you have to keep going you know and, you, and you're able every day to push yourself a little harder and so that that translates to everything in life yeah, it's one of the most challenging exercises honestly and you got to definitely <clears> push <throat> through thresholds and when you especially for competition and me and me and ben used to use it and kind of like almost kind of compete and oh, like yeah. time ourselves so yeah. it was definitely uh but go ahead Kador. well no i was just just want to add that when you believe on what you do you have this awareness so you are able to overcome the the pain because mm -hmm. you believe because, and also when you talk about this slide, you know, I, I'm going to do it all, all my life. I mean, you make it like social, you make it a part of you. Mm -hmm. And you know, because the body have a memory, you forget quickly, you remind, you remember quickly. So when you, when you feel, when you have the, 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 the awareness that you, what you do, what is, and what you feel is, is good for you and is, mm -hmm. is like vital. So it's part, it becomes part of you. So the only way to make it to achieve the, the excellence is to make it social, to make it you, to make it every day. The, the repetition mindset. is the key. Yeah. Yeah. So, but before that, the understanding is the key. So I'm happy to be there around the stable because it's a lot of pedagogy, but because the, the goal is like understanding, understanding what we are trying to explain. Mm -hmm. And that's the key for, for, because for me, I have like this quote, no brain, no gain. You know, <laughs> you, need to, you need to have this brain, but from down to up by experiencing by experiencing, I mean, you first do, and you will be able to tell with your brain to feel. This is the purpose. I mean, being, and I'm happy because Ben, you have this mentality to to try to question, mm -hmm. to close your eyes and to try something new. No matter if the people we're gonna critique or you're gonna, you know. <laughs> You're gonna do. You're gonna try. And what you achieve for us and for all the. And this is why I'm really, I'm really grateful for to be around this table because you know, the what I found here in USA is the capacity to question the standard. Because I'm from the traditional. I'm from the, from the standard also because I was professional soccer, professional in high jump. You know, I know the standard. I'm a product of the standard. But I'm a doctor. I'm I'm researching. You know. I'm able to also question because in the locomotion, you know, the literature is new. We need to try because we have to so much think to 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 achieve to discover something new, and this is why I'm really happy to be here because it's like the school of the school of trying, the school of experiencing, no matter what. That's beautiful, and sure. I'm going to help connect the dots here between Kadur is training with his body, restoring childlike mobility. So he gets the joy of going out and running and dunking and that gets his hormones up mm -hmm. and that gets his cardio in, and that gives him mental, spiritual gains. And Derek found that he could get some of these results with a sled that anybody can do. Correct. So I went, when the pandemic hit, I went um, six months with nothing. And so I was very much exploring like Kadur because I wanted to see the number one thing with ATG. Number one, what do I do if I don't have a sled? Yeah. <laughs> so I went exploring and that became the, the zero program. Mm -hmm. And so I can honestly say that I could never sled and I'd be fine. But the sled was key on my journey to getting to where I can go play basketball, not get hurt, right. have the hormones, mm -hmm. dunk, be exposed. So when I go play basketball now, there is no internal soreness. There is no joint soreness. I get to experience the joy. How much do you think my hormones go up every time I dunk? Right. Every time 
You don't have to be a scientist on testosterone to look at some basic studies and mm -hmm. see what happens if people who experience losing or failure mm -hmm. or being less or winning. put down versus yeah. winning, yeah. achieving. Mm -hmm. And so the sled started to give me wins yeah. before I ever grabbed the rim. Wow. So before I ever, that, that's beautiful. I had long since given up on the dream of dunking. Mm -hmm. So now I could take, I could be like Kadur now and I would not need a single item the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. If I had to rank them, I'd steal a little wooden slant board in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like my yeah. tip bar, but I wouldn't have to because I can just use my body now. But some of these tools, and then and the sled being an example, helped me get to that point. And nothing's guaranteed out there. What if something happened? I mean, car accidents happen to good people every day, and they could the, the sled would probably be the first thing they could start right. doing to start restoring circulation and get back moving and strengthening and getting their cardio back. So if you don't if you're not at that position where you can go dunk and win in life, yeah. the sled can get you winning in life. And that's a pretty beautiful thing. And you could maybe use a treadmill not turned on and spin that sucker backward. That has worked for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And the zero program has worked for a lot of people. And Kadur's seven postures have worked for a lot of people. So I think this is really illuminating the purpose of the podcast versus 60 second social media video right. is you can't get to this depth of understanding. <clears throat> when you have full understanding now, like nothing can knock you down. You can help any client. And that's actually my next question for Fernando. What's your go-to mobility, but using strength training protocol for your clients? Okay, so there's two things I want to say on that. One, and it kind of ties into with what you were just saying, there is optimal versus accessible, okay? So someone, God forbid, gets in a car accident, doesn't have accessibility, or comes from a poverty situation, whatever. They may not have accessibility to red light, to fancy sleds to whatever there's always a solution okay so I, I wanted to say that and that ties into the clients so i've trained over a thousand people in person well over at this point and first thing i have to evaluate is what do i have accessibility to what do they have accessibility to whether it's online in the gym where they're at or if they're at home without any equipment or if they're in my gym where i got everything right so with that said the first thing i'm doing which is increasing that range of motion. It really is. Is I start them with stretches, with resistive stretching. Okay, that's how I start every workout with my clients. And from there, we get into strength training through that range of motion. So it, there is no actual big secret. It's not like some, I'm not standing on a fancy BOSU ball and shaking around. It, it really is split squats. It's increasing the full range of motion through pressing. So and, let's take one of these protocols yeah. because you use one with your clients and online fernando has his shred program for atg like how do you do how do you build muscle like um and and get shredded but in an atg style right and so we have the the pinnacle of the mobility session is this protocol that you've had a lot of results with your clients so i would yeah. love to hear the exact protocol and and what results you're getting with your clients with that protocol so the simplicity the atg shred program is based kind of on the all these atg principles from the from the ground up right and you have you're working both sides of the of the joint. It's very basic things, right? It's not like somebody's never thought of this, but no one's put it into a very scalable, easy to follow program. And what I'm doing is while increasing every motion, every exercise is done in a circuit style. This is the uh, this is the optimal way of doing it, right? And getting that heart to pump blood from the ground up through a whole workout has been proven to increase the hormones, the, that, that, that fat burning ability, the growth hormone, et cetera. So with that said, while also increasing that range of motion, while also adding the weight to the split squat. So as they're getting more flexible, we're still building muscle, we're still doing the resistance training, which has all these hormonal effects and the muscle building. So my, my whole philosophy on, on training, uh, clients is taking everything from all these, from, from the ground, from That's nothing, we, you know, how do I put it all into one hour, you know, and build or on less. it or less? It's I really 30, 40 minutes. That's, uh, What's the a 18th? quick day. What's a quick day? Like, give me, give me like the breakdown. Like, let's, uh, let's of go a client or myself of a, of the shred. Like give you me can describe exercise. like tomorrow's yeah. workout. Yeah. yeah okay. Nice. So, well, good. Yeah. I'll do tomorrow's workout. So tomorrow we basically, I'm going to walk into the gym. You know, I can, depending on how warmed up, I'll do a quick warm up. It's usually about five minutes. I don't like warm ups more than 10. That's my, my and we hard. have the sled in here yeah. as the go-to warm up option. So it's yeah. funny how we're, we are blending all the, that actually exactly. Kajur's world and Derek's world and Fernando's world 
is actually the same understanding. Yeah. I do a couple stretches, some sled trips. So yep. I combine those five to seven minutes. I'm ready to go. We start the simplicity of it is I start at the ankle. So tomorrow's extension, right? So I'm going to be focusing on that engine and that horsepower, that output. So I do calf raises. Okay. You can start with body weight, you know, knee over toe cat, whatever simple variation without weights, or you can do a heavy seated calf machine where you're maximally putting that force. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Then I go up to the knee joint. So tomorrow I actually have, it's, a, it's later in the week. So I have, um, hack squats. Very advanced. The beginner would start with assisting yourself on a slant board and going right. all the way down. He's holding the bar behind his back and going all the way down on the slant board. Drew can show, uh, <laughs> we'll probably put a clip in there of, of that. And that's yeah. George Hackenschmidt made that popular 75, 75 years old. old. He could jump over a hurdle at age 75. The mm. only example of this. Incredible. And he was the most knees over toes, full range of motion example in history. And he was of lifting weights and he and was a wrestler. So he was strong. So he was, muscle yeah, he mass. was. He was Fernando Rolls. <laughs> he's, he's my goal. Age 75, jacked and jumping over a, a hurdle. It's, it's yeah. all connecting right now, too. Do you think people need to be thinking more in terms of, like, building and tendons and ligaments? Like, do you think Without that? Without question. Uh, yes. You, you have to go that, that full range of motion, even in pressing, right? Let's get to the up. So, so yeah. to connect to that, it's like, then the day I do it. Yeah, like, finish your workout. Yeah. So yeah so ankle, calf. Calf. Because he's extending. Because then on Friday he'll do tibialis flexing. Knee. Right. Now he's extending the quads. Correct. Full range of motion. But and then on Friday he'll be doing a hamstring curl. Correct. Or Nordic for the back of the knee. Now he goes up to hip. So I got gar hammers. I have these low ab pull ins. And, and the tomorrow reverse. full stretch on the hamstring, Romanian deadlift. His heavy. Go to. So I like to pair a. So if I'm going heavy slant board squats like I do earlier in the week, I'm going to choose a technically lighter load on my hip on let's say a back mm. extension, a 45 degree back extension. Whereas when I go with the, the uh, hack squat, which is technically a lighter load on my spine, on my nervous system, okay? Still really yeah. high tension, <laughs> yeah. extremely yeah. difficult the on slant, the muscle, yeah. but it's less nervous system drive. So anyways, then I go really heavy on my hip, which is my RDLs, okay? Mm. Or deadlift even, right? So that's your, then I work up from there and now we start getting into upper body. So. To, to talk about these, these tendons, like so many, so many young athletes. I mean, we've all been there in high school yeah. and we're all doing half range. We all want to, we all have the ego. Yeah, you see these magazine covers and want to be. Yeah, you all want to be on that. Yeah. Little do they know they're all on drugs and they're all, yeah. you know, and we don't really know what they're doing in real life behind the scene. But anyways, we all get caught up in how much weight is on the bar. Yeah. And we don't realize that does, when you start to go halfway and just pump out a uh, hundred pound dumbbells, whatever, when you don't go that full range, you're not training the tendon. The tendons and ligaments receive less blood flow. So it's critical that you get full range, that you maximize the blood flow that you can get in there. And you, you just, if you wanna, if you wanna maximize your longevity, whether it's as a human, as an athlete, you have to go full range of motion. Mm -hmm. And what I want to say for that is like, you know, for me, in my philosophy and what I'm doing with Look at my third question and final question for you. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, philosophy. No, that, that the philosophy is at the end. I'm, like this, I'm going to lose everybody. <laughs> no, but, it's, it's your time to shine. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Look, for me, my, 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 my perspective is like, first, the table. We put everything on the table. The skeletal system is the first, I mean, to consider. I mean, the mechanism of the skeletal joints, how it works, because what I want is to have the connection. So the tissue, the ligament, those are like my wireless. I'm going to be connected and then I'm going to be able to talk to muscles and activate muscles. So most of people, most of athletes, they are not ready to exercise because they are not doing like joint mobilization to aware to have like the range motion also, but to also generate some fluids and also to connect and prepare the body to and the tissue, the ligament to activate, to call the muscle, you know? So this is for me, we have before, during and after. And I'm more about the before. Seven posture is like the way you're going to prepare yourself to exercise, to activate and to dunk, play, dance, move, blah, blah, blah. So what I'm, what I'm, I want to do is like first do what you have to do, what you must do, what you should do. Mobil joint mobilization, 
like this, you're going to have like range motion. You're going to have like tissue ready to be strong enough. And I'm all about with you inside the world-class tissue going to allow you to get this mobility. This mobility going to allow you to activate, to understand, to have a strong feeling connection. And then you're going to be able to grow up, dance, exercise, and blah, blah, blah. Because most of the injury, like Derek said, he was like not ready. The coach was asking him, uh, something that he was not able to, ready to do, but he was like following. But I'm following because you know I don't know nothing. But after that, when you understand that the protocol, I mean the priority, it's the joint, skeletal, then tissue, then muscle, mm. then exercise, then dance, jump, wow. dunk, and blah blah blah. I like that. It's a great philosophy. That's amazing. And yes, Kadur, his so his foundation is these seven postures. His book is on Amazon. I work on these um, at home while I'm on the floor with my two-year-old because he, he's already mastered them. And that was really the eye-opening moment. I don't know if I would have fully connected the dots until I had a little kid yeah. to connect the dots and go, oh, wow, Kadur's doing the same stuff my two-year-old does naturally. Mm. And so this is the main time that I work on these postures. I'm just with my kid. And I'm even going to put, put the book out there. We got, no, I don't have my phone around the two-year-old. And so he naturally goes and picks up books. Mm -hmm. I noticed when I had the phone around, he would go try to get my phone. No, now he brings me a book and sits in my lap. So we will grow up as a way of life of mastering these seven postures just yeah. as a way. And I think that's the way that Kadur wants it intended is that it's a way of life. Mm -hmm. And then with my ATG work, I like to, you guys see me train. I go about half an hour okay. and, and, and I'm on Fernando's shred program. And to conclude what he was saying is he goes from the ankle, knee, hip, <clears throat> shoulder, elbow. I stop at the shoulder. I don't want biceps as big as Fernando's for <laughs> basketball. But yeah. the point is that he, this is the first bodybuilding style program I've seen where you're going from the ground up. Yeah. And I, I want to say something that ties in perfectly with what he said in the philosophy of it. Mm -hmm. and, and this is also my personal philosophy. And I didn't even know we never talked about that. And it's mm -hmm. kind of amazing. I, I have written down my <laughs> philosophy and it's almost exactly the same. And Damn. it's, I'll literally read it from you. It's, Strength through length, right? Strength. Mobility plus strength equals functionality. Functionality, the higher the functionality of the body, the more longevity. Damn. It's that simple. Mobility, strength equals functionality. Mm -hmm. More functionality, more longevity. That's Beautiful. Unlock page. mobility. Seven postures. Kadurziani, Amazon. Kadurziani, it pulls up. Uh, you can just search K-A-D-O-U-R-Z-I-A-N-I, Kadurziani. Um, on Amazon, that's a, that's a foundational book that everyone should have. And my, my final question for Derek, actually, I wanted to know how old your kids are now. How do you see yourself physically being a part of their life from here? So tell me about your, your kids. So I got two sons, man. One, uh, his name is one Williams. He plays football at Howard, uh, wide receiver. He's 20 years old. Scholarship. Now. Yeah, yeah, D1 well scholarship. They won, they won the league this year, so he got wow. a ring on his first season. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. he's a great kid, man. Yeah. So shout out one. And then I got a second son. His name is 11, and he had, he's 17 now. Wow. And he's starting a um, uh, basketball player, man. So Who's winning one-on-one? -on -one? I'm still beating all of them, man. So, <laughs> so he's beating his 17-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. When I got to about 13, I couldn't really play with my dad anymore. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I think I got the best dad in the world <laughs> for me. Okay. Yeah. Dad, you're the best dad in the world for me. Yeah. But I want to have that that joy of yeah. competing. So it's, I'm it's I'm for you now. Man. It's unbelievable. Me and my me and my uh my youngest son, he's in town, so we play all the time. All he's always wanting to beat me. He we play every time we go out. Like, dad, let me try to play. Cause it, when the day he beats me, I'm gonna give him two hundred dollars. Nah, you know? So he, he always like he always like man, I want I'm gonna give my two hundred dollars today. I'm gonna give my two hundred dollars today. But it's <laughs> it's gonna take it's gonna take a while, you know, because. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm, I'm practicing what Kador's talking about, what the ATG uh, is talking about. And, and, and he's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, that's, my sons are like unbelievable. super athletic, man. Right, that's unbelievable. I remember that, when they were like 11. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, to have a 17-year-old son who's dedicated his life to basketball, he's crazy skilled. The fact yeah. that he hasn't beat you yet, that's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I have, I have, I have a special quote. We were talking about philosophy. About yeah. this, I have a special mm -hmm. quote. Mm -hmm. We are sons of our users. I mean, our users are parents. And mm -hmm. when you have like those posture, those ATG, yeah. that became like parents for you. And you gonna be kids of those parents. I mean, makes like, you're gonna feel the joy like you were telling. Yeah. I mean, even by 
you're using the slant that you feel this crazy emotion you have inside and even if the finality the finality is not only to dunk the ball the finality is to feel to have this wow one inches of joy is like crazy so yeah. i mean this is important to tell because everybody was like they are looking at me like wow he's doing like crazy stuff like ben is doing like nordic reverse nordic and blah blah and maybe this, it could be scary scary because i'm like hey i will never do like him i'm like flexible like no the process the journey this is how made us sons this is how make us happy and you know when you gonna start those atg stuff and those seven posture and, and and no matter what you are doing you're gonna feel this joy you know this is what i want to say that's Yeah. that's more than philosophy that's is yeah. like this is why it's like social tissue adaptation those social way to live your life your uses it's a lifestyle you you you're gonna be a result of what you do so yeah totally yeah and, yeah, and yeah, i, I realized that derek's um longevity essentials could be a a podcast in itself yeah. so definitely definitely check out his work we have a book together on amazon atg for life that you can yeah. see all i believe it was like 10 exercises uh two, two different sessions yeah. so you can actually you can actually learn all those essentials from derek's perspective atg for life on amazon derek and i wrote that book together and and derek made so we start kadur <clears throat> brought to atg the big toe and we go all the way and, and then finish this is i'm holding my hand derek's one of his grippers he has a full set and for longevity the idea was you you finish with the grip yeah and there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting uh links between grip strength oh, yeah. and longevity and of course we we know the full recipe there yeah. but um you know so so kadur's book would be an essential thing but i think something as simple as a gripper is another nice little daily win that someone could add maybe you had something you wanted to say about that Nah, the reason why i started these grippers because I, i i've studied and i learned that your grip strength has is, it correlates to longevity and, and the vitality in your body You know, and so you have a lot of nerve endings that, that from your feet and your hands or your extremities, you know, so it's the uh, ultimate the same. of a nervous system. Yeah. It's, and it's to really, yeah, the connection. Yeah. And, to, and, and I've seen like a lot of elderly people that I train, like that's one thing that they lose is their mm. grip. And it kind of like, and once that goes, your entire body starts to break down. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, man, I, I uh, developed these grippers, 50, 50 pounds for light and 100, 150, 200. For anybody to man just like you can do so you can great. do it at work you can because anyone it. could start with the 50 which yeah. is great usually yeah. they start at 100. yeah it's great that your set is the 50 so yeah. that someone could start yeah, and derek makes a number of things if you search um uh mr infinity.com would be his website but yeah. also on amazon mr infinity um with shogun sports <laughs> making yeah. this stuff yeah, and so you. um my last question for fernando i was actually trying to Uh, have him describe his uh, split squat protocol for clients. And it went into his, uh, his like personal program, yeah. which is perfect. because that was my third question for him. So I'm going to circle back to the second question. I just wanted that actual split squat protocol. I wanted you to describe that the, the five sets of five, five second pause. And like, what's, because that's something that, I mean, the odds of walking into a gym and seeing someone do that is got to be one in a million. Right. Yet. <laughs> I mean, for my knees and, and jumping, like to have the power to do that and not have my knees break down, wow. mm. that might be my number one favorite protocol right there, right. along with, you know, it's a whole nother subject. Our next exercise podcast will be the knee, right. but, but maybe you could break that down on this mobility subject. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so the first thing I do, and, and I've done this with my seven year old father, who is an incredible story and female, it doesn't matter, right? Any client, I, the, First exercise I always have them is body weight, split squat. I have them start at a very high box. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's two feet high, mm -hmm. you know, and I just start dropping it down and I have them go down on a rep as much as they can, as much knee over the toe. Okay. If they have serious knee issues, and of course you start a sled, you, you, and you that's, wait. We have a podcast just how to start improving Correct. bad knees right now. And we'll get into that. But if yeah. you can get into this at all, yeah. you get into it mm -hmm. and you go down and you stretch for five seconds every rep and you do five sets of five reps five seconds down so nice and control that connectivity feel your body and mm -hmm. you stretch for five seconds that doesn't mean you sit there and relax in the bottom for five seconds you can't in a split squat you're <laughs> you're under tension. you're gonna fall so you, you you sit there and you feel it again mm. for another five seconds and they've done studies and there's all this empirical evidence that when you're there feeling it in that time under tension you start to connect and build that nerve 
connectivity and tissue, which from the tendon, from the ligament to the muscle. And you just, I, I just still that. And then as they get better, they start dropping that box. As they get even better, I start adding dumbbells. As they get better, now they're down six inches flat ground. Now I, with the more advanced athletes, start putting the bar on the back. Damn. Okay. And you got guys now, we've trained multiple guys, including myself, but also just other people that are doing 225 pounds on their back for perfect reps of six. And so in those cases, shows, we're talking about football players who have defied the odds and gone from Olympic honestly garbage players to like college and pro absolutely athletes. we got a pro guy in in germany right now who's killing it just on these principles two so, guys are in the draft this year mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so it shows you can go from it's not about comparing yourself to the next thing but any client at any level can start making that improvement and the best protocol is the five seconds yep down five second stretch yep five reps yep five sets yep and so that's what we use on on wednesday the mobility day yeah. in his shred program so he's getting the mobility uh, combining all these ideas from Kadur, Derek, Fernando. It was eye-opening for me to even see how much we actually share some of the same philosophies with this. Mm -hmm. And Fernando's professional passion is his supplement line. I'm only disappointed I drank mine too early today before the <laughs> podcast. I'm like, man, I should have had some more of that. Uh, amino hydrate. So he, he uses essential amino, acid, amino acids. That's what you have to get from food. Your body doesn't make it naturally. So you're getting almost like kind of the best protein out of things. Look, if I start doing different whey protein or dairy or you know i get different problems or don't digest stuff as well and and so this for me is like just perfect digestion loaded with electrolytes um so it fuels me all morning we'll do a diet and supplement podcast yeah. but i like to wake up and i like to be with my kids and start thinking about work i don't like to wake up and stop to eat i just don't mm -hmm. i like to wait until maybe lunch to eat and so this this saves me because at least i'm still fueling the the protein and the mm -hmm. electrolytes so highly recommend yeah. checking these things out and uh where i try to assemble all this knowledge is on the atg app and we have just such a hard-working team so thanks to everyone on the team thanks to drew who's editing this up for you guys on youtube to forrest who set up this entire podcast and thanks so much to kadur for coming uh, a long a long way thank you guys and to my brothers derek and fernando for totally yes, crushing this podcast already can't wait for the next one thank yeah, you guys thank you so much thanks for having me man appreciate it all right yeah. Oh, shout out Drew, shout out Ford. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs>